Welcome to episode one of the Story Not Forgotten podcast, brought to you by Capturing Legacies Incorporated, because everybody has a story. I'm your host, Liam Rathgaber, partner and anthologist with Capturing Legacies. Today's show, our guest is going to be Al Del Deegan, founder and anthologist at Capturing Legacies, very talented photographer, writer, software developer, and entrepreneur. All right, Al, first we're going to start off. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, what initially brought you to create Capturing Legacies? Um, actually, it was a it was an interesting feeling kind of thing, one of those personal things where uh, I was at my father's place for dinner. Um, my father's 83, and uh, every time we went over there for dinner, he would always have stories to tell. And, you know, I was watching... Uh, my two boys, which are 12 and 13 right now, but they were younger at the time. And um, they were, you know, wide-eyed listening to Grandpa tell his stories. And I just thought to myself, you know, life is all about those stories. You know, back back in the, in the long, long, long ago, before all the technology and everything, you know, families and tribes, even if you want to go back really far, sat around and told stories. And and it was those stories that the children learned from and that group of people, it really bound them together, um, when, especially when, you know, the elders told stories. And the stories weren't always 100% true, but the, the fact was there that the, the, um, the lessons were learned and, uh, and that kind of thing. And I started thinking about my father being 83 and, you know, one of these days he's no longer going to be with us anymore. And those stories are going to be... Uh, left in the little bits of memories that we have of him telling them. And there's a lot of stories that he didn't tell. And um, I, I don't know, I just, I, my heart just kind of fell and I thought to myself, you know, why is it that only famous people have biographies written? That, that only famous people tell their stories when there's so many fascinating people on this earth that we never hear about. And, um, I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, one thing led to another and then I decided, hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we start a company? And I looked and there wasn't uh, really anyone doing this. So I uh, kept talking to people and everybody kept saying, this is a really good idea. You know, I would love to tell my dad's story or I wish I could have told my mom's story or where were you five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's kind of how it all started. Perfect. Well... Speaking of stories, Al, tell me a story. <laughs> I, uh, I have a, uh, a lot of crazy things that have happened throughout my entire life, um, um, but a lot of those stories would, about, would be about three seconds long. So I, I tried to think of uh, you know, a good story that, that I remember that made me chuckle. Um, and it goes back to uh, when I used to work with my dad, um, I think I, I think I started working with my dad when I was 14 and he used to own a construction company and, uh, we would do concrete preparation work for driveways, sidewalks, steps, that kind of thing. And, um, years and years after I had been working there, um, I had gotten to the point where I used to drive the, the Bobcat, which was like a little skid steer <laughs> front end loader. And, uh, at one point, um, my Godbrother, I call him my godbrother because my father is his godfather, and his dad is my godfather. So we're kind of like godbrothers, if that's a thing. It's like an exchange program, exactly. <laughs> um, 
And anyway, uh, he started working for us. And um, what my father figured out pretty quickly was that him and I worked really well and really, really efficiently together. Just the two of us, if you left us alone, work got done and it got done really well. So um, we built up a bit of a reputation of being extremely fast. And um, we decided that in the morning, we'd show up and we'd pick up the truck and we'd say to my dad, uh, give us a list of jobs and we're done. When we're done all those jobs, we get to go home. And he was like, okay, that's fair. So he gave us a list of jobs and um, we were so efficient that we were done kind of early in the afternoon. <laughs> and my dad saw some dollar signs in his eyes, obviously, and, and decided, okay, well, now that you guys are done so early, I want you to go do these other jobs. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. That's not the deal here. <laughs> not paid by the hour. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, he said, okay, well, I just, there's this one garage that needs to be done. Um, it's an emergency project and we're not going to be in this part of the city tomorrow. And I don't want a truck to drive all the way back down here just to finish this one garage. So can you please do this one garage? And I said, when we're done this garage, we get to leave. Is that correct? And he's like, yeah, that, yeah I, that's fine. Not a problem. So great. So we drove over to that house and um, the other crew, um, my dad had another crew um, with this guy. Uh, his name was Reen and he was the brother of my dad's business partner. And uh, he was, you know, happy-go-lucky, super nice guy, uh, not in a rush. <laughs> you know, never, never too worried about too much. And uh, he would petter around and get the job done if you left him to do his thing. Um, but he was uh, down the street already working uh, on a driveway. And um, we had this garage to do right on the corner. So all of a sudden, Ron and I come peeling around the corner with the truck and dust flailing behind us. And, you know, I had, as soon as I put the parking brake on, Ron was out pulling the tools off the truck and um, you know, I'd hop up onto the trailer and start disconnecting the bobcat and hop in the bobcat. And as soon as I lift the arms of the bucket up, uh, Ron would whip the ramps down and with a loud clang, which, uh, got the other crew's attention. They started wondering what was going <laughs> on and, you know, roll the bobcat down, start digging the, the garage, getting it all leveled out. And meanwhile, Ron's getting the form, form ready and drilling the holes and, you know, hooking up everything and bringing the steel over close by the garage. And then I'm they had already dropped the gravel so we you know I put the gravel in the garage and then Ron was raking it and then I'd hop out and we'd finish raking and we'd throw the form on throw the steel in tie it all up and load up all the tools and we we had uh normally it would take you know if a good efficient crew would take about an hour and a half or so to do a garage maybe a little bit longer depending on how complicated it was we had the garage from uh basically lumpy dirt to completely finished, formed, and ready to pour in 45 minutes. And the truck was loaded. I remember distinctly backing the, the, the Bobcat back up onto the trailer. And as soon as I got up and lifted the arms, Ron just massive arms grabbed the two ramps <laughs> and threw them up with a loud bang. And then I dropped the bucket down. We tied the Bobcat down and drove away with a cloud of smoke and I remember as we were peeling out of the cul-de-sac I remember looking over and watching Reen sauntering over to the <laughs> to his job site with a two by four on his shoulder with his look on his eyes like and he's pointing at us going w w where are they going <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was a it was a pretty fond memory of uh you know people two people with a common goal um willing to do the work and get it done but but 
you know, a common goal of getting out of there so that we could go home and do something a hell of a lot more fun than hard labor. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You should get uh, yakety sacks from Benny Hill's Benny Hill show to play on your stereo when you're doing that. It'll make you work faster. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Al. Uh, if anybody wants to find more information about uh, you in particular or uh, or capturing legacies, where can we go to find it? Um, well, I think that the most efficient way to, to see what I do is to go to our website, uh, capturinglegacies.com. Um, if anyone wants to see my personal photography work, um, they could go to aduro.ca, that's A-D-U-R-O.ca. And um, both those sites have ways of getting a hold of me. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Everybody has a story to tell. Capturing Legacies was created for that very purpose. Visit CapturingLegacies.com and let us help you tell yours. Thanks. Thanks.